Hello everyone, and welcome to the Sire Says Podcast, episode 7 or 8. I've lost track of this point, to be perfectly honest, because um, after after about the fifth one, I, I, I lost track. But that's all that hard work I've been putting into the podcasts, um, coming up with ideas and stuff like that. Obviously, I've been swept off my feet. Um, pretty simple podcast that we're going to be doing today. The European Championships are round the corner, or as UEFA would like to call it, Euro 2020, which it's it's not, it's 21, but hey-ho, if you want to, you know, bring back 2020, by all means. But I think barring Liverpool winning the Premier League, which I've actually got, I'm actually looking at right now, because that's my desktop picture of that Henderson lifting that beautiful trophy, finally. But barring that, 2020 was a pretty shocking year, so why UEFA want to still pretend like we're still there, I don't know, but... For the sake of this podcast, we're going to be calling it Euro 2020 because that's what UEFA would like. Uh, we're going to be doing a prediction. So it's going to be just me today. It's probably going to be one of these shorter podcasts that I've done so far. But um, stay tuned. I think you'll hit interest, be interested for some of the opinions that I have. So the format's going to be very straightforward. We're going to go through all the groups A to F. We're going to predict, I say we, I am going to predict uh, the, the final positions in each group how far each team's going to get. So that does mean we will be predicting who's going to go through, which third place teams are going through, who's going to win it, who's going to get semi-finals. We're going to have a little comment about each team and it'll be interesting to see if you guys agree, disagree. And by all means, on my Facebook page, uh, Sire Says Podcast, please let me know if you what you thought and if you agree or disagree. So, no, there's, I mean, there's no, uh, there's no point really kind of beating around the bush, let's just get into it. So let's start with let's start with Group A, and we'll go from bottom to top, if that works for you guys. So we'll start with fourth place, so the team that will be going no further than the group stages. So Group A, fourth place, I've got... Actually, let me just remind you of the teams that are in that group. Italy, Wales, Switzerland, and Turkey. That is the, group te- uh, the um, teams in that group. So fourth place, I've got Switzerland. Obviously, Switzerland are a team who tend to, to get out of the group normally, both World Cup and Euros, but... I'm looking at their squad, and I'm looking at this group, and I don't like their chances. They've got Jordan Shakiri, who their star man, who's been in a horrible rut of form. Granite Jacker is just one of the most questionable footballers I've ever seen. I mean, on paper, they've got a decent side, but Switzerland are, are the ultimate average team, I think, the ultimate letdown. They always seem to get out of the group, and then they fail at the next hurdle. But I'm looking at this group, and I see three teams above them that I just, to be honest, just have a bit more about them. And I just think that, I think they'll pick up some points along the way. They might have a point here or there, but I don't fancy their chances. I think it'll be a bit of a struggle this time around for Switzerland. So I'm going to go for them to crash out at the first opportunity. So third place then, and this third place team is actually one of my first uh, teams to to qualify as the uh, best third place teams. Just, just to reiterate, four teams from the six groups will go through as third place teams. The best one, the ones with the best record, and the team I've got in third for this group is one of those teams, and that team is Turkey. Now, when I was originally doing these predictions, I actually had Turkey last, but then when I had a look, I looked at their squad and I thought, you know what? It's not a great squad. You think back to the Turkish team at the 2002 World Cup, they reached the semi-finals, a very talented team, a very efficient team, even Euro 2008 when they got to the semis. But this time, it's not a great team. It's not a great team, but I feel like they've got enough there that they can nab a result here and there, and I think they can sneak it. 
I mean, you just think of the quality. They've got uh, Sionchu from Leicester. They've got Kabak, who's proved to be a half-decent uh, player at Liverpool, even though he's not going to be staying. They've got Burak Yilmaz, who might be about 50 years old, but he can still he can he still got it. They've got the guy that plays for Juventus. Uh, pretty good player. I, I want to say it's Demaral. I'm really sorry if I've said that wrong. Uh, Ken Gazunda. I'm not sure if Emre Moore's in the squad, but a, a very talented player. But I just feel like they've got something about them that They'll get they'll 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 nab third. I think they'll get into the, the last sixteen, but they won't go any further. Um, I think, like many teams that I'm going to be mentioning, they'll get a much better side in the an elite team in the next round, and their their journey will be over. But Turkey last sixteen, but they're not going much further than that. In third place, last sixteen. See you later. Uh, so second place, team, next team going directly through to the last sixteen. I have a feeling a lot of people probably know who have picked for first in Group A. But we'll get to that in a second. So second place was a tough one, but I have gone for Wales. Um, obviously, La uh, well, it should be four years ago, but five years ago now, Euro 2016, an iconic tournament for Wales under Chris Coleman. I mean, if you had told any Wales fan that they would have got to the semi-final of the Euros back then, even you know, even though they may have Bell, they may have Ramsey, they may have them decent players, but if give tell any Wales fan. They'll be in the last four of the Euros. They would have probably thought you'd smoke something. Um, so I feel like expectations would be high. Um, but obviously for Wales, it's been a tough one. They obviously failed to reach the, the last uh, World Cup. They've seen Chris Coleman leave. Uh, the man who was meant to take into the tournament, Ryan Giggs, I think, there was a lot of, I think there was a lot of optimism there. Obviously he will not be going because of the assault charge on him. So uh, I think Rob Page, the assistant manager, is now going to be essentially the caretaker and I'm not aware of what this guy's done in his career as a manager, but oh, it's a rough one. I think I think Wales will struggle a bit more this time. I think they'll find it a lot harder than the last tournament. But I just look at their squad. I, I look at Bale. I look at Ramsey. Even um, you know players like Williams, Nico Williams, them sort of players who have now got that bit of experience. Them sort of younger players, Joe Allen, they're more experienced. Bale, the, the general quality. I think that alone will be enough to have them as a distant second. So they'll get through to the last 16, I reckon, but there'll be no semi-final run this time. I think they'll get to the next round, but they won't go much further than the last 16, I think. Yeah, if Giggs was there, I'd maybe have given them more of a chance. But I think Gareth Bale is going to have a big job carrying this team, and he's not the player he was four or five years ago, let's be honest. He's still quality, but does he have it? Is he at the level he was when he got Wales to the Euros? I'm not sure he is. So it's a tough one. I think Wales will get through, but they'll get eliminated in the last 16. I don't. I just don't see them going much further than that this time. There'll be no semi-final run. So first, obviously, will be Italy. Um, I reckon I can actually see them going three for three. I think all the games are in Italy as well, which helps. But I mean, it, it's promising times for Italy at the moment. Um, I've been uh, Dan Icono who was a guest uh, on our podcast about Juventus, spoke highly of Juventus's young team. He was pretty optimistic, and with good reason. It's a good, young Italy side. Roberto Mancini, a manager who's won a lot in different countries, is doing a great job with this side. He's like I said, built a young side. Um, it's Italy's first tournament, obviously, since the last rose after the disaster of their 2018 World Cup qualification. But I think Italy are, are, are one of those sort of dark horses. I think they've been on a great run, um, they've won something like, they're unbeaten about 32 games or something crazy. Um, they're playing good football. There's, they've got a good mix of players, a bit of experience, but mostly young talent. 
I think this could be a really good tournament for Italy. I think they'll absolutely walk this group. However, in terms of going all the way, I just look at the teams, the calibre of teams in this tournament. And there's, to be honest, there's like at least four teams who just offer a lot more. Um, I think Italy will get through the first knockout round. I just feel quarterfinals, if they come up against a big team, they might be able to prove me wrong, but I just feel they, they just they would just fall short. Maybe a penalty shootout, uh, uh, the odd goal. I just don't think it'll be Italy's year this time around. But I think it's an opportunity for Mancini to build a foundation with his team to get them that experience at this to at a tournament and then and hopefully prepare them for uh, obviously the World Cup. Um, yeah, positive times for Italy, but I can I think quarterfinals. But I think they'll they'll get knocked out at that stage. So that's Group A. Let's move on to Group B. Um, let's begin with last place. Uh, sorry, let's go through the teams quickly. So we've got Denmark, Belgium, first time is Finland, and the host of the 2018 World Cup, Russia. So fourth place. Um, I don't think this will surprise many people. I've got Finland in fourth. I mean, it, I mean, fair play to them for qualifying. I think for them to to reach a tournament is incredible. Um, I think the only player I probably know from the squad is, is probably Timu Puki from Norwich. But my God, I just I I don't I I don't see them getting a point from this. I can see them maybe scoring one goal. I think it will be a harsh reality check for Finland. I think it will be one of those where they've done brilliantly to get this far. But um, I mean, I would love to see them do well, but I don't think there'll be an under, underdog story here. I think zero for three, quick exit. Puki will score maybe one goal at most. I think it's going to be a grim tournament for Finland. But at the same time, it could be a, it'll be a learning curve. However, of course, I could be proved wrong. I didn't really think Iceland would do much in the last tournament. And well, we all saw what happened there. So, yeah. The thing is, I think Iceland had a bit of bite about them. They had that one or two experienced players. They had players like Sigurdsson, Good Johnson. Players who have been played at high levels, kind of used to it. Gave them that little edge. I don't think Finland have that, and that's why I'm going for a very, very quick finish exit. They will be finished very quickly, pardon the pun. Third place then, and it's my second team that will qualify courtesy of a best place third uh, third finish position in their group. I hope that made sense. Um, it was a tough one here, but I've gone for Russia. So Russia take third and go on to the last 16. It was a tough one. Russia um, did very, very well at the World Cup. To be honest, I think a lot of that was down to them being the home country, having that support behind them. Not to say they don't have a good team. They do have some decent players. But um, it's one of those, again, I look at this group, I, I struggle to see them doing much. I think they'll give each of the teams a decent game. But, yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a repeat of the World Cup. I think it will be a decent tournament for Russia. Obviously, I know they've got some home games. Um, they'll get to the last 16, but I don't think they'll get much further than that. I think, like many teams, they'll get to the next stage, and I think they'll probably crash out at that point just to a much better side, maybe in Italy or someone like that. Um, I know because of the the other the the third place finishes, I think it kind of it it. I, I'm not exactly sure how it works in terms of um, selection of fixtures because normally it would be the winner of one group against the winner of the next loser of the next runner of the next group. I'm not quite sure, but even if it's not Italy and it's someone else, I just don't see Russia advancing much further. Um, but I think it'll be an opportunity for them to try and build on the World Cup success. I don't think they will, but they will get to the last stage. I don't think, because um, obviously 
the key to qualifying as a third place team is just to not get smashed. I don't think they'll get thrashed at all, but I just don't think they'll make much of an impact. So for Russia, third place, <coughs> pardon me, last 16. So second place is going to be Denmark. Um, Denmark have a decent team. 1992 winners, of course. Um, they come to the tournament uh, with quite a few well-known players. Christian Eriksen, uh, Serie A winner, Kasper Michael, FA Cup winner this season. Um, Martin Braithwaite, Barcelona, GOAT, won the Copa del Rey, of course. Um, they've got some decent, decent players in there. Again, it's not a great team, but they're an efficient team. They obviously they did beat England, I think, in the... I want to say it was the Nations League. I'm sorry if that's wrong. Um, but they're a decent team. I think I think they'll comfortably take second place. Uh, there is obviously a team in this group who I think will walk this group, to be honest. But no, I think Denmark are decent. I can see them having little problems getting to the next round. But yeah, last 16, I just think there's too much quality ahead of them. I don't think they'll get much further than that. But again, I could be wrong. But yeah, I think last 16, for second place in the group, last 16... But their journey will end there, I think. So, sorry, Danish fans. But at least we'll get to the next round. So, first place is uh, the Belgians. Little surprise there. Um, one of the strongest teams in the tournament. The, the squad depth is just absolutely crazy, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I think De Bruyne should be fit. But barring that, Lukaku, Tielemans, Hazard, if he goes. Even Torgan Hazard. Um, um, who else have got Courtois in goal um, it, it's just a squad full of full of talent it really is we saw it at the World Cup I think we've seen it in the Nations League as well uh, the last Euros was a bit of a disappointment I think it was the first I think because I had the World Cup and the, I think the Euros was where they started to really gel together but probably had the wrong management obviously at the World Cup Martina did a great job I think this is a real opportunity for them now to build. But, okay, so I've gotten this first place. I think they'll go far, but I can see a repeat of the World Cup. I think they'll get to the semi-finals, and I think they'll get knocked out in the semi-finals by one of the finalists I've got on here. Again, immense team, brilliant, brilliant team. I just think there's a few teams ahead of them that just have the edge, that just have that difference in quality, that difference in getting the job done. And I think that's such a key thing. There's two teams, the two finalists I've got are two teams that have been there and done it, worn the t-shirt. Belgium, as good as they are, they haven't got there yet. I'm sure one day, they, I'm sure in the next few years, they probably will at some point, whether it be the Nations League or whatever. I just don't think they've got it. So it's harsh. I could be wrong. I've actually got Belgium in a sweepstake, so I'm hoping I'm wrong in a way. But, yeah, sorry, Belgian fans. I'm going to go for you to win the group comfortably. Nine points, but I'm going to go for, a like the World Cup, a last four exit. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Belgium. Um, just going to have a quick sip of my tea. And I'll let you take that in. So let's move on to Group C then. So Holland slash Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, North Macedonia. Let's not mess around. Fourth place. North Macedonia, little surprise there, I think. I mean, again, just like Finland, fair play for even qualifying. First time, um, a great achievement. But like Finland, it's really hard to see where they're even going to get any points 
to be honest. They'll be reliant on goals from a nearly 40-year-old Goran Pandev, who in the day was quality, but now the man's practically on a walking stick. Other than that, there's not really a lot to offer. I, I think they're there just to make up the numbers. I can see them. They can maybe nab a point off maybe Osher in Ukraine, but yeah, I'm sorry, man. Um, sorry, North Macedonians, but you will not be doing much of the tournament. I'm going to go for a point max, but a very, very swift exit from the Euros. So for this group, I felt there was definitely a clear winner who I was going to win the group. The question is, it was basically a best of the rest. Who is going to take second and third? So it was a very tough one, but I had to think about it. I may come to regret it. Regret it. I'm going to turn to Roy Hodgson there. Regret it. <laughs> but no, I may come to regret it. But third place, I've gone for Ukraine. Um, Ukraine, let's be honest, are not the greatest team. They haven't performed well in previous tournaments. They do have a decent young team. Um, they did beat Spain in the Nations League. They do offer some real talent. Uh, Konar Plyanka, uh, Yarmolenko, Zinchenko, of course. Um, Shevchenko, uh, Andrei Shevchenko, going into this uh, tournament, I think this is his first tournament as the national team manager. But I just, I just don't think they've got enough quality. I just don't think they will be able to get over the line in the big games. Um, it's a very tough one. It's a very tough call. I think they'll fall short, and I also think they will go straight out. I don't think they'll get last 16. I think they'll finish third and be going home. I think they just need a little bit more quality in there. Essentially, they need a Shevchenko out there, but um, no, I, I don't see them going much further. But I think they'll make life difficult. I don't think they'll get thrashed in any way, but I'm looking at the group. I think they'll take North Macedonia, but Austria and the Netherlands, it's very hard to... I, I think Austria, they could they might... They, I could, it could literally be a thing of goal difference, to be honest. But I just think Austria have a little bit more as do the Netherlands, which is why, sorry Ukraine, it's a narrow exit, and uh, first round, gone. So, first and second, so second place, it is going to be Austria, um, again, very tough one, um, a decent Austrian side, David Alaba, of course, Arnautovic, uh, Sabitzer from, from uh, Leipzig, it's actually a, a half-decent team, it's not a great team, but it's a decent team. But therein lies the difference with them in Ukraine. I think Austria just have that little bit of quality they'll need to get over the line. Whereas Ukraine don't have that. Um, I think Austria will be very much best of the rest. Um, it's, you know, it, they've got they've got some decent players. They'll get to the last 16, but they won't much, much, make much of an impact. I'm not expecting anything special from them. I think I can literally see them scraping victories where they can. But like many, they'll get to the last 16 face a much better side and their tournament will be very, very quickly over. But um, it's the last two Euros they've been at, I think 2008, 2016, where the only two appearances, no wins, um, very quick first round exits. But this time, I think they've, they, I would like to think they have learned. I think they've got a very favourable group, barring one team, obviously. So I think they'll very much be playing for second. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be that guy. I'm going to tip them to do it. But last 16... They're going home. So first of place, first place, of course, that leaves the Netherlands. And the Netherlands are a great example of how time can change things. Had this been tournament taking place last year, they would have gone there with Premier League winner Virgil van Dijk, the best defender in the world, leading it, Depay de Jong, with a quality manager in Ronald Koeman. 
at this time last year, I remember having conversations with my mate and saying, I could see a Belgium-Netherlands final. Genuinely, I actually took Netherlands to win. A year on, uh, Van Dijk's out, obviously, because of injury. Koeman's fucked off to Barcelona, and they have the Crystal Palace legend, that is um, Frank De Boer at the helm. And, oh my God, I think... Yeah, it's. I think it's drastically derailed their progress, and it's a shame. It's a real shame because I think Netherlands had a real good shot of winning this thing, especially how they performed in the previous Nations League with that unit. They had, there was a real potential for that Netherlands side to go far. Under De Boer, I just having seen him at the big teams, even at Palace, where he was obviously a complete failure. I just, I think it, it's it's a favourable enough group that I think they'll get out of it. I, I think they've just got too much quality to not get out of it. Depay, again, Depay, De Jong, you know, even players like Bergwijn, that is more than enough to get out of this group. I think they'll have enough to get through the first knockout round, but yeah, with some of the other teams in this tournament offering so much more, sorry Netherlands fans, but I think it'll be a quarter-final exit for you. Um... Again, if this had been a year ago, I actually would have probably put you as finalist. Last four minimum. Now, though, um, I think your first European Championship in eight years will end in the last eight. So, sorry. But that's what happens when there's a pandemic and Ronald Koeman leaves and Van Dyke's knee gets turned into cheese strings by Pickford. The prick. <laughs> so I got a bit personal there. But, yeah, guitar I'm slightly, still slightly tilted. So... Group D, England's group. Uh, England, Scotland, Croatia and the Czech Republic. A very interesting group. Scotland, of course, in their first international tournament for, well, it'll be 23 years now. But let's have a little talk about it. So let's start with bottom. Um, don't worry, Scottish fans. I'm not going to be biased because fourth place, I've got the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic are a team with great history, especially in this tournament. But my God, the days of Kola, Nedved, Rosicki, Peter Czech. Uh, Vladimir Schmitzer, Heinz, you remember him at Euro 2004, Milan Barosh. Let me tell you, lads, those days are long gone. Because these days, the Czech Republic are shit. And I'm sorry to any Czech fans I've got listening, but let's not beat around the bush. Your team is shit. Um, I mean, they haven't qualified for a World Cup since 2006. Let that sink in. But I think, yeah, Czech Republic, man, I, I just they, they just have nothing to offer any, these days. I'm sorry, I know they've got Suchek and West Ham, he's a good player. But as a team, I just don't think they've got anything to offer. I think they'll really struggle in this group. I can I can actually see them going for zero point zero for three. I just I, I I can't see what they have to offer going forward. It's harder than beating any of these teams. Um and I think it'd be a very quick and swift exit for the Czechs, which is a shame because like I said, great history in this tournament, but I think Euro twenty twenty slash twenty one will be a bit of an embarrassment for them, to be honest. Which brings up to third place. Big call. I have put Scotland, but Scottish fans listening to this, you'll be very, very pleased to hear that I have given you the third spot in terms of the best place last 16s. That is right. You are going through to the next round, lads. Um, it was a tough one. But Scotland may not uh, be the best team, but they're not a crap team. You look at their squad, there are some decent talents in there. You've got uh, Ryan Fraser. You've got Andy Robertson, the best left-back in the world. You've got Scott McSauce, one of the, a very fine young CDM. Griffiths, who's a decent striker. Um, just trying to think of other Scottish talents off the top of my head. 
uh, Griffiths, who I believe still plays for Celtic. Very good player on his day. It's a decent Scottish team. It's not a great Scottish team. But I think them being there after so long, having a massive advantage, having games at Hampden as well. Lads, I think the future is very bright for this Scottish team. Steve Clark as well, a manager who's completely turned things around. I mean, it's not long ago that this was this team was getting embarrassed by Kazakhstan, 3-0. And now, here they are at Euros, showing character in the shootout against Serbia. Um, I think it'll be a difficult group. I think they will beat the Czechs. I, it, yeah, sorry. I think they'll lose to England at Wembley. They can maybe nab something off an aging Croatia team. But I think their record will be just enough to get them over the line. And you know what? Yeah, I'm going for it. Scotland are going to qualify for the last 16 of the Euros. And I, I really hope you do. Because you've waited so long to be somewhere. You've been through such horrible times. All the best, mate. Honestly. So, yeah. Um, I'm putting Scott McSauce and co. to reach the last 16. But, I'm sorry. But once you face a, a, much, a side with much better quality... I, I think that will be the end of the road for you. But the fact we even got there will be a massive achievement. Which brings us to first and second. Um, I've got Croatia in second. Uh, Croatia, of course, 2018 World Cup runners-up. It's an ageing team. It's obviously very much still very similar from the World Cup final, but a much older team. Not to say it's a bad team, it's still a very good team. Modric, Perisic, Mandzukic, um, Dejan Lovren. Um, I can't, Vida, the guy with the weird haircut, Subasic. It's a good Croatia team, but an aging Croatia team. Um, I think they may have a few struggles with it because of that. Um, in terms of the group, I mean, I, th I think England will do them at Wembley. I think Scotland will give it a bit of a hard time. They'll beat the Czechs comfortably. I think the, the Croats will have just enough to get over line and reach the last um, 16. But there'll be no repeat of Russia 2018. I think the, I think they'll probably lose in the first knockout round and um, it will be a quick exit for the Croatians. Um, I think the next few years in a whole will be more of a transition, trying to get a sort of younger team together. It's a tough one to call, but yeah, I think it will be an opportunity. I think Croatia will be a little bit underwhelming. They'll get through, but they won't get any further in the last 16 this time round. Which brings us to England, first in the group. The big question we're wondering, do I think England are going to bring it home? <sighs> my heart says yes, but my head and my journalism, journalistic integrity says no. Because um, I've got England here for first in the group. Let me say this. First in the group, but semi-finals. I think it's going to be the World Cup all over again. I think England will ease through this group. I think they'll beat Scotland, they'll beat the Czechs. I, I think I actually think they'll go three out of three in this group. The question is the knockout rounds. I think England will have enough. I mean, the, the, this is without doubt the best England team I've seen in my lifetime. It's an England team that actually has a little bit of character about them. Squad depth, just off the charts. You know, we, we know we, we've got Trent Alexander-Arnold injured, and we've still got three world-class right-backs going to the tournament. Harry Kane, possibly the best out-and-out centre-forward in the world. Um, Sterling, Sancho, Phil Foden, Mount, Rice, Henderson, Luke Shaw, um, Dean Henderson, Pickford, the prick, Johnston, who is a decent keeper, Maguire, Stones, it, the list goes on. Declan Rice, that's what I'm saying, the list, I, I, I could literally sit here all day. It's without doubt the best single team I've seen in my lifetime, and I'm 27 years old. 
Um, I think it's. I think having been so far in the World Cup, it's 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 something that I would like to think resonates with Southgate and the team. And there's a desire to go forward. The fact the final and the semis at Wembley will be a massive helping hand. But it's the same issue as Belgium. I think there's two other teams here who have been and done it. And overall, I think just offer a bit more in all departments. And I think that's what will let England down. The fact that some of the two teams that I've got for the final will just have too much quality compared to England. And I really, this is one prediction I actually want to be wrong, but my heart says that they'll win the group, they'll get to the semis, but it'll be just like Russia 18 all over again, a semi-final exit. But I expect the boys to do us proud. So, with that disappointment, Group E. I could just cut it together. Because I knew I was going to sneeze. I literally knew I was going to sneeze. So, uh, in Group E, we have Spain, Sweden, Poland, and Slovakia, which, in my opinion, is one of the more one-sided groups. So, let's begin with fourth again, obviously. Um, it was a tough one, actually, to pick a team I think will finish last. I've gone for Slovakia. I mean, to be honest, I actually didn't even know they were in this tournament until I was checking the groups for a sweepstake I'm arranging at work. <laughs> um, I mean, barring Marek Hamšík, it's not a great team. I think they're a little bit fortunate to even be there. I mean, it's a tough group. I, I don't see them making any impact. They might nick a point or so, but I have very, very low expectations for this Slovakian team. I think it will be a very painful tournament for them I just think they have not a bit like I think who was I was saying about I was saying about uh Switzerland I think nothing to offer and I just think Slovakians are very much in that bracket I'm afraid and no disrespect to any Slovakian followers I may have but yeah your European championship will end very abruptly so Slovakia fourth and do you know what I'll just throw out there you'll gain one point at the most but you won't win any games you may not even score any goals I could see one nil nil draw maybe I'm sorry, it's going to be tragic. Third place in the group then, um, and I can confirm this is this team is not going to be the final third place team to qualify. This team will be going straight out. It's a slightly controversial choice. I mean, this is another one of those groups where I, I had my confident first place and the rest were like, oh God. But I've done, I've kind of based on stats and past performances, I've gone for Poland. Now, I know this is probably a difficult one because... Poland do have, probably, not, not probably is, they do have the best striker in world football and Robert Lewandowski, but that's it. It's a very one-man team. I know they've got Szczesny and Fabianski as goalkeepers, which, yeah, is great, but it's a very poor side. I know they got to the quarterfinals of the Euros, and I know Lewandowski only scored like one or two goals, but it's not a great side. It really isn't. Um, at the World Cup, Poland were absolutely shocking. And there's, barring Lewandowski, like they can't rely on him to bury all the goals. Now that's the thing with Bayern. Like Bayern have the players where if Lewandowski's not doing it, they've got the other players. Poland don't have that. Like Lewandowski will be carrying this team on his back. He'll probably need spinal surgery for the damage that's going to his back after the tournament because 
it's a poor, poor Poland team. And that's why I think they'll finish third. They'll probably be able to... They might even win a game. Um, but, I mean, even that's a long shot. I think third place, first round exit, no qualification. It would be a very underwhelming performance uh, overall from Lewandowski and co. So, second place and going to the last 16, I've got Sweden. Um, I've heard some reports that Zlatan uh, has a knee injury, so could well miss the tournament. But even without him, this Sweden team, listen, they're, I think they're a vastly experienced team who often get over the line in these groups. Um, they obviously did very well at the World Cup a couple years back. It's strange because they're not a great side, but they're efficient. And I think that that efficiency, that dogged determination, I think that will get them over the line. They'll be very much best of the rest. Um, not expecting much from them in terms of performances. I think they'll scrape a few wins, enough to get into the next round. But, <clears throat> pardon me, last 16, they'll get smashed. Uh, they'll face a better side, quick exit, uh, quick painless exit, and it will be another disappointment for them. But I, I expect them to have enough to get over the line. They've got a few decent players. So, yep, Sweden, last 16, uh, second place and last 16 exit for you, which means first place is, of course, Spain. The Euro, <coughs> pardon me, Euro 2008 and 2012 winners obviously lost, uh, failed their defence um, in the last tournament. It's been a rough few years for Spain. Obviously performed very poorly at the last two World Cups. Very underwhelming. It's an interesting uh, choice this year. No Sergio Ramos, of course. No Real Madrid players in the squad, which is the first for that Spanish team in years. Saying that, though, it is still a good Spanish team. This is a team that can bring... Imeric Laporte, I hope I pronounced that correctly, De Gea, um, Thiago Alcantara, uh, Coque, Saul, I think he's Spanish, I hope that was Spanish, oh, that's embarrassing, <laughs> but no, it, it, in all seriousness, it is a really good Spain team, but the golden era of Spain, I think is well and truly over, um, I, think, I think Spain will do well, they'll get out of this group, they'll win every game in this group, they'll comfortably qualify, I mean, they may not even concede a goal, to be honest. There's little there's little in terms of real competition in this group. I think they'll get through the first knockout round. I think they'll have enough for... I think they'll scrape past whoever they face. Again, I'm not 100% on how. Because of the third phase teams, I'm not sure how the... Um, I'm not exactly sure how it works of who plays who because it's not an even kind of thing. Does that Does that make sense? Like, you know, the World Cup, you have sort of Group A winners face Group B runners-up, etc. Obviously, the Euros is a bit different because of the third-place teams. Um, but I, I, I do think Spain will have enough to get through to the quarters. But, yeah, uh, my, uh, similar to what I said about sort of England and some of the other teams, is as good as they are, I think there's a few teams in there that at this moment in time are just way ahead of them. I think Spain have definitely fallen behind. They haven't really found anywhere near the talent they had between sort of 2008 and 2012. So that is why, with a bit of regret, Spain will win this group with ease, but they will go out in the quarterfinals. And I think they are another squad who are very much in transition. And I mean, they have Alvaro Morata up front. And if you're telling me he's going to fire Spain to the trophy, then good God. <laughs> watch him now. Watch them win it now and him be the bloody golden boot winner. We'll see, but that is one thing definitive that will not happen. So that brings us to our final group then and towards the end of the podcast. 
the group of death. So what better way to end it? We have Germany, France, the holders, Portugal, and Hungary. So let's get the obvious out of the way. Fourth place it is going to be Hungary. I mean, it, <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I could explain some inappropriate memes, but I feel like it could get too graphic. Um, but you know what? This, I have given this one. Well, let's just put it out there. Hungary, in this group, Hungary are that team, are that meme, right? Have you seen the, uh, many of you might have seen the meme. It's the meme with the porn star. I don't know her name. I think she's a porn star though. And it's her, some white girl, surrounded by like five black guys. And it's like Hungary and then the black guys are like the other team. I mean, I'm not being racist when I say that, by the way. You know, just about to get dicked. That is what Hungary are. Hungary are the ones about to get gangbanged. I'm, I'm sorry to put it so rudely, but listen, I know they qualified for the last second last tournament. They don't stand a chance. If, do you know what? If Hungary can get a point out of this, that's as good as winning the tournament, in my opinion. I'm sorry, man. They don't stand a chance. France, Germany, and Portugal. You've got the you've got the 2014 World Cup winners, the reigning world champions, and the reigning European champions. Oh, mate. They're fucked. They're fucked. Do you know what? If Hungary get a point... That would be incredible. If they even score in this group, that would be something. But no, fourth place, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out there. No points. They, they might nick a goal against Germany, but against Portugal and France, oh, mate, they're going to get annihilated. They may all end with the worst qualifiers. I feel sorry for them, to be honest, but someone had to bite the bullet. Someone normally does. So, obviously, we've had uh, three, correct me if I'm wrong, we've had three teams qualify for the last 16 through third place finishes. We've had Turkey, we've had do 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 Russia, and we've had Scotland, which means we need one more last 16 teams qualifying third. That is coming from the group of death, and I've chosen the Germans. Now, Germany, it's been a rough few years. After winning the World Cup, it looked like they could dominate world football for years. They also got to the semi-finals of the last Euros and did quite well, and then went to the World Cup and put in probably the one of the worst World Cup defenders ever seen. It was unprecedented for a German team who normally turn up at these tournaments like machines, just semi-finals minimum. Anything before semi-finals is a failure. To see them crash out and play the way they did is it was it was shocking for all the wrong reasons. Um, Nations League as well. I think they got relegated, got beaten. The last year has been rough. I mean, they've suffered defeats to, to North Macedonia. Um, they've just not looked the same. They suffered another bad result, which I can't remember. That They lost a game. I forgot who it was that beat them. My mind's gone a little bit blank. But it's been a very rough year for the Germans. Joachim Lowe, obviously, I think has gone very stale there. That's why he's leaving and Hansi Flick's coming in from Bayern Munich. Um, so I think it'll be a rough tournament for Germany. I think they're miles behind Portugal and France, which is why I've got them behind those teams. They'll beat Hungary, and I think the man they beat Hungary will actually probably just be enough to get them over the line. I think getting a few goals there should just about squeeze them in. Because we do forget they still have a quality team. They can still bring likes of Muller, Kroos, Hummels, Werner, Havertz, um, Manuel Neuer, Kimmich, uh, Marco Royce. These are still world-class players. Young, you got some young players as well, like uh, Brandt as well, I didn't think about. It's a quality team. But, yeah, they'll scrape through. I actually think they'll get past the first knockout round, depending who they play. Um, but I've got Germany down for a quarterfinal exit because, like some of the other teams, similar to what I said about Spain, 
there are teams miles ahead of them at the moment, um, including the two about that will finish above them in this group. I, I think it'll be a much better showing than the World Cup of three years ago, but yeah, I think it'll be another underwhelming tournament for Germany, just not as bad. Um, and I think it'll be a bit of a a bit of a dull exit for Joachim Lowe. Um, so we've got Germany there in third, going out in the last eight. So obviously uh, there's two teams left. I have not mentioned any finalists, which means the next two teams are going to be our finalists. The question is, uh, who's going to win? So what I'm going to do with this one is, we're going to do this a bit different, because it's obvious who the semi-finalists and semi-finals are, or finalists, sorry, are right now. Rather than just saying winners, runners-up, I'm going to tell you the two teams where I think they're going to finish in the group, and then I'm basically going to tell you the result of the final. I'm sure that's okay with you guys. Obviously, I can't hear you, but I know you're saying, yeah, Rob, that's cool. So second place in the group of death, I've gone for the defending champions, Portugal. Um, tough one, this. It was very much tossed between France and Portugal. Both squads are just absolutely stacked with talent. But it was a question of who do I think is the better team. Narrowly, I had to go France. So Portugal are my second place team for Group F. But they are one of the teams to watch. I think, I I mean, four, was it five years ago, they had a decent team, but they were so shit during the games. Like they won, I think it was one game within 90 minutes. Um, but the thing that the reason they won it is not because they played good football. It's because mainly they scored more goals than anyone else, albeit they needed about three hours to do it. Um, and when it came to penalty shootouts, they they were ruthless. Um, but whereas efficiency got them over the line with a mediocre squad. This time, they come with an absolutely ridiculously stacked squad. I mean, where do you even begin? Ronaldo, Diego Jota, João Felix, Bruno, uh, not, not, yeah, Bruno Fernandes, Ruben Diaz, Rui Patricio, Cancelo, um, God, Neves from Wolves, you've got Matinho, uh, you've got the one that's sporting, what is it, is it Gonclaves? Mate, this is, it's crazy, it's ridiculous, the squad depth they've got. To be honest, if I'm Portugal, I'm looking at this, the rest of the teams. If they don't at least get to the final, I think that's a failure for Portugal. They won the Nations League as well. I mean, they've actually, when you look at it, they've actually dominated international European scene in the past sort of five years since they won the Euros. Um, I know they didn't do very well that well at the World Cup, but listen, in a squad like that, yeah, they'll they'll get through to the final. I have no, I'm very confident on that. Which brings us to the winners of the group. The reigning world champions, France. I mean, it's the same thing, really. The the squad they've got is a joke. Um, I mean, Lacazette, for example, doesn't even get a look in. Uh, I mean, again, Mbappe, Griezmann, Giroud, Pogba, um, Zuma, Kimpembe. Um, I don't actually have the squads up in front of me, but you know, the, the squad is the squad's depth is just pathetic. To be honest, and I mean that in a, in, a, in a good way. And I think Portugal and France are very much in the same boat. I think, to be honest, I might be wrong to do these predictions, but anyone who beats those teams will win it, to be honest, because that squad depth is crazy. When you can just leave players like Lacazette, they, mate, they don't even get looking. They don't, it's just like, nah, see you later, mate. And let's not forget they brought in Benzema, who's been immense the last few years since Ronaldo left. He's back in the squad as well. I think this French team is just. Same as Portugal, it's just absolutely crazy littered with talent. So, yeah, um, I, I'm going for a repeat of the 2016 final. I think it will be the same teams, France and Portugal, scrapping out again. 
The question is now, will Portugal do France again or will France get revenge? Drum roll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now who's going to win Euro 2020. It's going to be France. I've gone. For, I'm, uh, it's a tough one, but I'm going for France to get revenge. I'm going for them to avenge the, the 2016 final defeat they suffered on home turf. It was a tough one to call, but I think it was a game changer. It was Ronaldo or Mbappe. And at the moment, Mbappe is just a different breed, isn't he? Not to say Ronaldo is not, but um, Mbappe is just on a you know winning streak, winning left, right, and centre. This team he's got around him. I think France have. I think my one worry for France is that defensively they've never been the strongest team, but the problem thing is their attack is so good. I think it compensates, and that's why I think. They'll just have... I think they'll be able to do one over on Portugal. I mean, you remember the World Cup final. They they they, they were quite rubbish defensively, to be honest. They conceded two goals in the World Cup final. Most teams would lose as a result of that. But the thing is, they were so clinical going forward and so efficient and so quick that they were just too good. And I think it'll be a very similar final. I can see it being sort of a... I think it'll be a much more of a goal fest, like 3-2... Maybe another sort of 4 2, 5 2, 5 3. I literally think it'll be maybe one of them games. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for France to, to win the Euros. It'll be their first Euros in, I think, 20, 21 years. Um, but yes, I'm going for a 2016 repeat final. But this time, I think France are going are gonna to get revenge and, and win. So yes, France are going to be. I reckon France are going to go all the way. Um, it's a tough one to call, though. It's a tough one to call. I mean, I could be completely wrong. Do you agree with these predictions? Do you think someone else will win it? Do you think England will bring it home? I certainly hope they bring it home. But time will only tell. Um, but that is it from me. Um, I'm sorry if I've been sniffling a lot. Yeah, uh, there's no COVID. It's just that I have a bit of, I have, I'm suffering from hay fever quite badly today. So I apologise if that's been annoying you a little bit. Um... Apologies if I've been uh, clearing my throat as well. <coughs> but just did it there as well. Throat's a bit dry, but, you know, it's just one of those. Um, but ladies and gents, please, do you agree with me? Do you think France will win it? Do you think Portugal will win it again? Do you think football's coming home? Is is Harry Kane going to lift the trophy at Wembley? That, I mean, that's what I would love to happen, but we'll see. Um, do, as usual, uh, follow me on Facebook. That's where I share a lot of my new podcasts. Um, and feel free to comment as well. But I'm going to call it there. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, there will be uh, some more podcasts coming up. Um, and we'll see what happens. Enjoy the Euros. Let's hope England win it. And if, if, if you're not an England fan, best of luck to your team if, if they're in it. And have a great day, gents and ladies. Um, yeah, have a great time and stay safe. See you later.